0: that's com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new health care regimen, including EE system.
1: This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light.
0: Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual-threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFL NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv, an unmatched dual threat.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Hockey. Ty isn't here today, thank God. Um, So we have someone else doing the intro. That is me, Luke. And we're going to talk about Rask leaving the bubble, the, the current playoff series and what we think about them, and the biggest winners and losers of the week. So I have Eric is back, unfortunately, and Martin um it's not just an episode of me and martin that would be a huge win i think for the audience we got eric back today so why don't we start off with rask leaving the bubble martin i know you had some thoughts on this so why don't we start with you (laughs) he now looks like a dickhead he now looks like the biggest piece of shit
2: (laughs) (laughs) come on martin stand up for yourself tell us what you really thought
3: well at first i thought he was just kind of bailing because he thought the hockey was bad. But now... Put your face out... up to the
2: mic, Martin. What are you doing? Yeah, own this.
3: But now it's come out <laughs> that there was big health problems with their, like, three-month-old. Two-month-old. Two-month-old. Yeah. So, I understand. His leaving <laughs> now. Do
2: you, do you feel like a dickhead now that you realize that he left for a legitimate reason?
3: I mean, I didn't say
1: it in public. I said it to you guys. But we won't say exactly what you said. Yeah. So Ty was not worse. Me. Ty was, was the way same worse. if not worse.
2: Well, Ty was doubling down on it when I told him that he was leaving for his daughter, too. He was like, well, he could have just been faking it. We don't know.
3: And then he <laughs> Ty- deleted all the messages <laughs> yeah. in the chat.
1: <laughs> yeah. I told him I was mad at, I was legitimately mad at his opinion and doubling down on it. And he's like, fine. Okay. I I, I give up because he doesn't, he normally doesn't see me mad, So this time I was mad. I was like, even, okay, this is what I don't understand. Even if that wasn't the reason I'm still not mad. Like to me, it had, it didn't matter what his intention was. Yeah. If it was like, oh yeah, I left. Cause he, he did say some comments about. You know, treating the the play in or the the round robin as a as exhibition games, but literally everyone on Boston said that. I'm pretty sure Marchand said that, Bergeron said that, and Pasternak said it. Who are their 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 three top guns? And, they all referred to them and as like those, players before the,
2: they stepped in the bubble were saying that they thought that would be an issue. So then when he admitted that it was kind of an issue, everyone started getting mad and roasting him for it. Like all the stupid commentators were saying, he doesn't love the game anymore. And all that other like bullshit, just because of that. Like, I think who was it? Wasn't it Mike Milbury that was like, that was like shit talking him for leaving the bubble in the first place and like going to be with Listen, his family. M- Mike
1: Milbury also thought he was in Seattle or something with that tweet where he said this. Yeah, is, uh... that was
2: just the biggest mess of night <laughs> of his like career. Like, I don't know what the hell was going on. He tweeted like a picture of the CN Tower, thinking it was a space needle in Seattle. And he was, like, shit-talking yeah. because he was. Someone said joking. that was a joke. Was it a joke, though? Because it didn't seem like it. I like I, re- I, I, I saw that tweet, too, and I was like, he must be joking. But then it was just so, like, serious. Like, it looked it just, like he was taking on a potato or, like, an iPhone yeah. 3. <laughs> <laughs> like, the picture was awful. It looked like he was just walking home and then just, like, saw it and took a picture of it and, was like, and, and then tweeted it right there on the spot, kind of.
1: Like, I don't know. It just seemed to, like... It didn't seem like it was a joke. I no. know. I I don't know if it was a joke. Every the the jokes that came back at him are much much funnier. <laughs> um, so I mean, j- j- jokes on him, but like literally on him. But but I think but, everyone yeah. piled
2: on on him on top of that, just because of his comments about Rask and everything. But it it's also crazy because it, like
1: Boston fans didn't, are. I'm pretty so sure he mad. posted that before Rask. Did he? I'm pretty sure that this, like, was, the space needle thing happened, like, a week. No, I'm pretty sure this was, like, a long time before Rask, or a couple days before Rask. No, I'm
2: pretty sure it was the same day.
1: It was the same. Okay. I'm, well, maybe. I, I, need I don't a
2: look. I, need, I need a look <laughs> now, but I, I feel like it is.
1: Okay, but but either way, like, my I guess my point going back to Rask is that it didn't matter to me what his intention was, because I can't <laughs> ever, I can't fault a man that was the loudest sneeze ever, Merton. That was so loud. Classic. Um, I, I can't ever fault a man for leaving his his family. I guess in in a lot of ways, um, or or sorry, going back, wanting to go back to his family, because this is different than every other year. It doesn't matter the context of what you think about players and how much they're paid. If you go to the Stanley Cup finals, you are potentially away from your family for two months, three months straight while they're going through COVID. Whoever knows what other problems they are going through right now. It's a high stress time. And and like to me, I, d- I didn't care if it wasn't because he wasn't in love with the game right now or his family was sick. I'm just like, dude, you do you. I don't doesn't matter to me why you're going home. If you choose to go home, go home
2: to all of our listeners right now. You know, I hate agreeing with Luke. I absolutely hate it. It goes against every fiber of my being and right now I agree with him. But like it was just such a nonsense thing, like especially cuz he had such a young kid too, like a 2-month-old. Like imagine le- imagine having a baby and then just leaving your wife alone to take care of it for 2 months or 3 months, right? And it's like yeah. you don't even and he didn't even have to. That like he went he went to go do it because he was like oh, I want to support my team, I want to be there for them and everything. But, like, he's not in a position in his life where he had to go and just stay in this bubble and be away from his baby. And then people were, like, comparing him to... Comparing, like, him leaving the bubble to people, like, abandoning the military and, like, going, oh, okay, but people in the military, they have to, like, go and serve. It's like, stop comparing an NHL goalie to someone who is in the Army. Like, it was just such a ridiculous comparison. Ridiculous. And like, Even I- if
1: someone wants to leave the Army, go leave the Army, bro. Like... Like, well, I think illegal. their point.
2: I think they're
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> But that's that to me is just that's another thing all like, in itself. He didn't like, sign oh. up to
2: be in the military. He signed up to be an NHL goalie, and then and you know when he signed his contract, then nobody ever would have possibly thought, hey, the whole season's gonna get paused. You're not gonna be able to see your family for two months. Like that's not what's in his contract, and that's not what these guys signed up for when doing it and then he came back voluntarily yeah. he didn't have to come back is rich enough where he could retire now comfortably more than comfortably he can live in luxury the rest of his life and his children can live in luxury the rest of their lives like he didn't have to and he still came back and tried to make it work and then left because oh my child is sick <laughs> and then there's still oh, people yeah. making arguments saying he shouldn't have left but those are like, i think
3: some player just had a kid like their wife just had a
2: Kids. There's like a bunch of players that did, and then some Barber of them. Shev. I think Bo Bo Horvat. Barber I
3: think, his Shev, wife, I
2: think. Right? Wasn't it Bo Hor Bo Horvat? I think his wife no, just. No, because Barbashev
3: missed a game. Missed a game, I think.
1: Well, like if you think about it, I'm sure players try to plan to have their babies in the summer, because yes. that's when they're home. Hundred percent. That's when there's no hockey. So to then going into a season or the rest of the season in the summer throws everything off because when when it first happened it's you know nine months ago still four months before covid and you know i just they players were given a clause in their return to play contract or whatever for this type of situation for a reason and so often we say oh that's more than just a game when there's a cute little kid on tv Oh, who's there for the love of the game? They're a cancer survivor, and they have a special night honored honor to them. But all of a sudden, when it's a player's kid, it's like, well, no, screw you. You're not allowed to care about your kid because you're actually on the ice. But if it's a fan, no big deal. <laughs> like it's it's always bigger than the game unless it affects the actual game, which in this case it does. And it's a very like to me all the power to Rask. I normally don't like him. And this is actually the most I'd say I ever respected him. Do Boston fans like hate Rask? Like I, I'm not gonna say yeah, that's all weird. of them do, but like a-
2: every single like do. not every single one of them, but a lot yeah, of most of them the attacks like I saw like were from Boston fans. Yeah, and it's just- oh by the way I just looked it up. It was Bo Horvat. His wife had a kid on the 28th of June, so then he left like a- two weeks after, <laughs> basically. Yeah.
3: No, but Barbashev's wife just had a kid.
2: Oh, so like she had it during playoffs or something and he had to like yes, leave. It.
3: Like oh, okay. last week. See, either
2: way, that's hard. Like imagine yes. like I can't imagine leaving your wife and then being like, I'm gonna go play hockey for two months. You have to take care of this baby. Yeah. <laughs> like taking care sure, of a baby I'll with be. two parents is insanely hard if you just talk to any of them. Not that I have any experience. But <laughs> So especially
1: little. especially if we're now going into like at Rask, I think has a few kids that are older, especially if you're doing homeschooling because there's no childcare because that's yeah. all closed because of COVID. Like that's just a whole mess in and of itself. Yeah, so you already so, have two kids
2: and then you have a baby and then you're leaving your wife alone to deal with all of it. Like it's so, it's so, like people are so fucked up.
0: If yeah.
2: They, I don't know if they actually believe that or they're just trying to troll. Like some of them definitely do. They generally, in their bones, are like, no, you shouldn't abandon your hockey team because your hockey team is your family or your hockey team is your army and you're a soldier and you have to (laughs) go and fight and die for your team and all this fucking nonsense.
1: But, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's ridiculous. I respect Rask a lot for this move. Plus, plus
2: Boston's pretty set in net. Like, Boston's issue isn't goalie. Like, he didn't leave them, like, empty-handed without anyone to like be, be in his place. Like Halak's a good goalie and he was one of the mm-hmm. better probably the best backup this year, along with a few other guys. Like he was a very solid goalie and he's done well so far. I I think they've only played one game or two games, but two games. Yeah. yeah won, they the game. won the first one. Today's yeah they the won third the first game one today. and they did, dominated Carolina, which we could talk about, but I think we can I don't think that's on the list. It's not on today. the docket. It's on the docket, yeah, thank you. Um, but moving on, which series do you guys want to talk about first? I think we should just talk about the Tampa Columbus series first because that literally just ended like an hour ago as of recording this. Yeah. Um. So I think we all had Tampa winning the series. Did you guys? Yes. How many games did you guys have them winning? In?
1: Um. Let me just check here. I, I, had, I had, had six. I had and six. I both had six.
2: Okay, so we all had six. So we were a little off. Corpus almost stole them like a couple games, so they, that yes. series could have easily went to six. But Tampa absolutely dominated. I mean, how many OT games? Game. Sorry, three, two three or OT? three, two OT games. Braden Point
3: and they lost
2: I mean, both. Braden Point, Eric's favorite player. Yeah, gets the uh, final. Dude, he, gets he two, both overtime two, winners. Two overtime winners. Yeah, he was, and his last goal was sick to the backhand.
1: Deeped out, and that was on. a breakdown by Columbus back. today on that last goal in, in overtime. But I, the only thing I feel bad about is Corpusalo. The one game he kind of shits the bed is the it's is like, this game, game, game yeah. five.
2: T- I mean, like Tampa was determined
3: like to win the series. Tampa, Tampa in the yeah. second
1: period did not look like they were determined to win. Columbus that was period. determined to win this game. Outshot in the second period, twenty four to eight. Uh, yeah Tampa once so twenty
2: four to eight like that was a ridiculous second period, and then the third period, Tampa kind of came back a little bit, and then over time they dominated, but like Columbus was pushing that game, and it sucks for corpus but Corpus All still ended up in that series with like a nine forty five save percentage yeah like that's ins- <laughs> imagine losing like when when you think about a a team losing a series, it's usually because th- like, because of goaltending, like to a large extent, Columbus got like the best goaltending they'll ever get in a series while still like just getting destroyed basically almost every game. Like, that was ridiculous that well, he put up a 940 in a losing bat in a losing uh series.
1: Didn't Anderson put up like 90, yeah, I think, seven or something yeah, like that? He had
2: ninety ninety three 93 something too, as well. So, yeah. like, both him. Just nobody can score on Columbus or Toronto apparently, but Tampa. Just-
1: except in the except in the most important game when Frederick Anderson lets in the softest goal of the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's all yeah, we can let's not get back into that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ty's not here, so it's not gonna be contract
3: relief with you guys. And now
1: we'll be back after a word from our sponsors. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone, and direct TV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to get the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE, all capitals, at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. From tight muscles, tough workouts, signs of aging, to simply making it through each busy day, Everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore. So everyone can benefit from TheraOne's CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Worsland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary TheraGun percussive therapy device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CPD in his treatments. He created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic. But still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD products are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 7th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com bluewire, but only until Labor Day. Go right now to Theragon.com bluewire. And now, we'll get back into
2: the show. Columbus put up a good fight. And when I say Columbus, I mean Corpusalo and kind of Dubois, I guess. Like, they they both were really good. But the rest of the roster just wasn't, wasn't up to par. I mean, Seth Jones
3: battled pretty hard.
2: I mean, Seth Jones played a lot. But, like, when he played, he was just dominated against, like, every... Like, he was just in his own zone the entire time. Entire series basically like I'm pretty sure his expected goals for when on the ice was like 40% or something like that or even less like it was a rough series for him I think he'd scored like a big goal in that first game and then to get them to the fifth overtime or whatever the hell it was Um, but he he wasn't that great but Dubois had like a coming out party this series like he had some huge goals he was like Uh dominant
3: I was very impressed by D- Dubois. Yeah, it he, was looked, good street, he looked sick.
2: But he also, he like, looked, he's getting he a reputation like a for overall. being a really... Yeah, he did look like a third overall. But he's getting, like, a reputation now for being, like, a dirty player. Like, did you see... Did you, you guys see, like, all the dirty hits he had this game? Like, he had one elbow to... I want to say Sorelli. And then he had... Or no, maybe it was Brayden Point the elbow and then he pushed someone else into the boards like really hard face first so like, there was like two really dirty plays in that one game and then on top of that like there were multiple other instances from other games where he was he was like do, having some like really dirty plays so were they I'm dirty
1: sure. because they were dirty or because they were against your two favorite players that's uh, a point good question I, mean, <laughs> I,
2: I can tell you the clip i was actually going to post the clips on uh, on our story because i wanted other people's opinions but, like, Rachel Dory posted a couple of them saying, like, oh, these are really dirty hits, too. So so I have some backup there, I guess.
1: And if you haven't listened to our episode with Rachel Dory, go back and listen to that now. Yeah, especially if you're... Or
2: after, actually after this episode. Especially
1: if your team's out of the playoffs right now and they're looking to
2: the draft. I think uh, you can get a lot of value from that episode. Yeah. Um, but moving on, should we talk about... Uh, Vancouver flopping this this week. Their two two and zero lead against uh, St. Louis because that was rough. You guys, did you guys watch those games?
3: I haven't watched all of the games because no. they've been pretty late. Yeah,
2: yeah it's been, watching... it's been hard, hard to watch those games because they started like ten thirty.
3: It's also especially... hard to watch all the games if you're a little busy. Yeah.
2: You, miss. <laughs> you, <laughs> you miss them. Yeah, <laughs> That's like the regular, like, okay, wait, actually, let's talk about this. Do you guys prefer this kind of style of hockey being played in the playoffs where it's like all day or do you prefer like the old thing where every single game started at like 730 and then one started at nine and then one started at
3: whatever? I feel bad for missing games just because there's so many and you can't see them all. Yeah, But I like the fact that I can turn the TV on at like any time late afternoon to midnight and there's hockey to watch
2: even early afternoon like games started at yeah. what, 12 during the play-ins. Yeah. like yeah you can turn on your tv at any t- like i just open up my laptop and i have like my workstation here i just have it on the side it's kind of hard to watch while you're working
1: but like well, at all got times to, of the day i got the notification at like um what was it was like 3 30 or 4 o'clock today that columbus was out, and I was like, Oh, wait, there was a game on today, and I or, Yeah, was it's also things? easy to
2: forget too because they're just it's always going on. So yes. it's just like,
1: I was also watching the Raptors game or like paying attention to that more. Um, so like that, that was another reason Which why but is I, fair. I, yeah, I like, um, I, I mean, the like routing the, the nets though. I, today's game was close, man. Today's game was pretty close for for a lot of it. So, they're actually losing for the first half.
2: So I have an, I have a theory, and I kind of want to run you guys by because I just thought I'd. I was thinking about this over the last, like, two weeks because as I'm working, I'm trying to watch hockey at the same time. It's, like, it's difficult to do because hockey is such a fast-paced game, right? Like, you literally turn away from it for a second and you miss the goal, right? Like, there's no – a lot of the time there isn't a build up to the goal. It's just, like, Well, you could also happens. watch
3: it for six hours and yeah, and not no miss a thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: But that's what hockey is, right? Whereas if you look at, like, football, you know, it's – third down fourth down you're ready for the play to happen and then you can go and watch like if i'm trying to watch football while working it's easy because then i just wait for this specific moment in time and then i watch the screen and then i can go back to whatever i'm doing kind of and and same thing with baseball too like bottom of the ninth you have like these moments where you know you have to be yeah (laughs) (laughs) Like, like in baseball just in general you have like okay like whatever third third inning and then you like baseball exactly you don't know the happen.
3: moment though.
2: You, but you know the, the moment is about to happen. You don't know if they're going to strike out. You don't know if they're going to if they're going to hit the ball hit the home run or whatever. But you know a moment is coming where something's going to happen. Hockey like I can watch for 10 minutes straight not doing any work. Hopefully my office nobody in my office hears that. <laughs> and then all of a sudden I'll literally turn around to look at an email and then a goal will be scored. It's like you can't watch for a moment. You can't like anticipate a moment in hockey like you can in other sports. Like even basketball, you know like they this team has a possession now. I can go and watch this possession, see if they score a basket or not, then go back to it. But hockey is just so fast-paced where like you can't see moments. So that's why I was thinking like that might be why hockey also isn't as popular uh, as popular as other sports because you can't like people live for those types of moments and you can't have those moments in hockey because you can't anticipate when those moments are going to happen in the same way that you can in other sports. I
1: completely That's disagree.
2: disagree That's a okay? weird theory. I,
0: it. I, soccer think, I think it's a legitimate the most boring, theory.
1: Soccer is one of the most boring sports to watch. You could watch an entire game at 0-0 and it, the the the, no, but the soccer, is... but soccer, oh, wait, Eric, soccer you, you finish, know Eric, when a goal is going to happen? Okay.
2: No, you don't. You just assume yeah, you that worry, it's going to happen. No, but you you know the moments when there's a goal that's close to happening. Whereas hockey, you don't. Like when I'm yes, watching a do. soccer the match, goes I'm in. watching a soccer match during work. <laughs> I never miss a goal, and even though soccer games they're low, they're more low scoring in general. Like there's still games where there's three goals, four goals, five goals, six goals, just like NHL games. But you're, and it's so you're easy just... never to miss any of those goals because you can hear the build-up with the announcer to the moment. Whereas in hockey. It's literally like if I'm not paying attention, it'll like this announcer's surprise to goal happens. 90% 90% of the time. In soccer, you're almost never surprised when a goal happens.
1: But that's the same logic as me saying, you know, in basketball, you always expect something to happen because at literally like 50% of the shots go in. So hockey, you're always expecting something to happen because you're never expecting something to happen. Like that's kind of like this, like for me, I watch <laughs> soccer. I'm so bored because I just watch literally people run in the middle of the field for about 88 minutes and then maybe two minutes of action. So but I'm not saying maybe-
2: hockey is boring because of that, right? I'm just saying it's... If- it's so much more difficult to follow and and attach like moments to it. Like I feel like people like the reason why the Super Bowl is so big, besides the fact that you know it, it's football your, is, like, your the theory really
3: only works with football,
2: baseball. It works. Soccer, Dude, it does work because soccer. Fell. Soccer you know the moment when something's gonna happen. Basketball, there aren't that many big moments. The big moments tend to happen late game, the last five minutes of the game, and that's when most things matter if it's a close game, because and like that, like we saw that with the Raptors with Kawhi's winning shot, right? Like you knew something was gonna happen. He was either gonna miss it and it would be this huge moment, or he would hit it and it would be this huge moment. In hockey. Like the the last thirty seconds of a hockey game, for example, there's no you're you're never at the edge of well, you sometimes you are at the edge of the seat, but like generally speaking, you don't know if a moment's gonna happen or not. Like literally, nothing can happen in the last thirty seconds. Whereas basketball, you know something's gonna happen. In football, if you know exactly when the moment's gonna happen, you can pay attention, you can focus. Like it's just this moment that builds up. Whereas in hockey, you don't have that because. Literally, like literally, one of the goals in the Tampa game, like I, I literally had turned away for one second. I didn't think anything was happening, and then
1: all of a sudden they scored, like the Kirk goal.
3: I don't know. Yeah,
1: but I, I would say that's the same for any sport. Is like literally, except except football, I can kind of see because the way it works is you progress it down the field, first, second, third, fourth down. Obviously, on the fourth down, so, you should yeah. be close. Football to very the line.
2: clearly has moments. I think we all agree yeah. with that. Okay.
1: But yeah, for baseball, it's like, yeah, maybe if the count's three and two and bases like you have, are low. Like
2: baseball bases are low or two people are on base and what shut is up and you you can feel a moment's coming. He's either gonna strike out or he's gonna hit. Like you feel like, okay, this is the moment I'm gonna watch. But in hockey, you can't there isn't a moment like that. Power play I mean power empty plays, nets, okay, empty nets. Hot. Empty nets, yes, sure. Good
1: cycles. I don't know sure. what you're talking about, man. There's... Power,
2: even on power plays, what they score twenty percent of the right, time. This is
1: why I think uh, Eric's never watched a hockey game in his life and just read stats. No, but <laughs> but it, it comes solely from the Baller fact of watching games where you literally, but where you
2: literally, you turn around for one second to do work, and you just miss the goal, and it doesn't build up. Whereas soccer, I know, I know when a chance. A strong chance is coming. I know exactly before a goal is going to be scored, like ninety percent of the time, because the announcer, you can hear it coming out of their voice. Like you know, a goal is going to be scored in hockey. You literally never know. Like they, literally, the announcer is surprised by goals, like eighty percent of the time, because nobody.
3: I wish you could in. see. My aloof face. We're just judging Eric. In I, real think is,
2: I think it's a legitimate thing.
1: I was going to post it. I do uh, agree that some goals are definitely a surprise because like, not I understand all. every single goal you don't no.
2: see it happening. Like there's power plays where you like, okay, shot after shot, and you're like, oh, something's coming, something's uh, coming. I understand what you mean. because There's. Don't expect it to happen all of a sudden. It's just a wreck.
1: Yeah, There'll be moments in the game where I'm like, okay, it's been three minutes, pretty boring. I'm going to go and I'm going to get a drink of water during this 30 seconds. Like during the 30 seconds, I'll be right back. I come down and the score is 1-0. And I'm like, what yeah, the hell just happened?
2: So, that, and that happens but, with me literally if I just look at my screens for like 10 seconds to answer an email or something.
1: But I, I honestly think that could be the same thing in a lot of situations. Like, you know, I guess Definitely if I'm I sure think about Raptors. Soccer, like it's not like that,
2: because Raptors, you were down,
1: Raptors were down 14 points today at one point, and then they went on a 10 0 and run. I missed the first. Okay, like, that, that's
2: points. a lot of time though. I'm saying, I'm saying like moments of like 10 seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, right? Like if you leave for 10 minutes, of course, something in the game is going to change, right? That's ba- like basketball. Baseball if, you or know, soccer. if you leave for 10 minutes in basketball, 20 points can be scored in that time because there's yeah. Whatever twenty four second possessions you trans you transfer that three possessions a minute almost depending on you know how long it takes them to score a point you know that a lot can change in that ten minutes and same thing with hockey if you leave for ten minutes you can miss three goals in hockey but literally in a moment's notice if I look at an email I will miss a a, a super important goal like I missed the game not the game tying goal the one that made that game go from two two four to three four I completely missed it just because I literally looked at my screen for like 10 seconds whereas in basketball I never miss an important shot because I know it's coming baseball I never you never miss I don't watch that much baseball to be fair like but generally whenever I watch the Jays I never miss an important moment because I know it's coming. I know this this hitter's up, and he could uh, he could hit a home run. He could not. If soccer, the build up, the play's built up all the way to the final third. They're around the net, and then you feel like, okay, something might happen here. There's a free kick. Something might happen here. Say, and then we already acknowledged with football because you're There's basing like... this
3: on speed, right? Speed of the hockey. Yeah, game. because
2: hockey's obviously probably the fastest sport out there in terms of like how how fast things could change, how fast you go from one end to the other like just the speed of the players in general and how fast they're moving. It's obviously one of the fastest sports out there, but because of that, you miss so much because you don't have these moments that build up in the same way that it does in other sports. Obviously, there's power plays where, you know, you feel like a goal is coming and something's going to happen, but that's, those are much rarer than in other sports.
3: Sure. We'll go with Okay, but what's
2: your saying. argument against that? You don't you you're not you're just saying sure, but you're not like saying anything.
3: Like I don't know. I see what you're saying.
1: I I, I get it, but I just I don't see how that is not applicable to other sports.
3: Like the real argument is okay, then what's
1: your argument against the
2: the, the only reason it happens in soccer is because it takes so freaking
1: long soccer. to get down the field. <laughs> sure, but that's that doesn't change the point that it does happen. You're saying okay,
2: yeah, sure, because it's <laughs> soccer, but soccer does happen like that. You know it's coming, right? I, I would know well, the heard. biggest
3: sport for for eyes. moments is if you're watching golf, Go- a golfer live. Yeah,
1: shut up, <laughs> shut up. Because you don't know <laughs> I mean, Per no shot spin, if it's going right like to an Martin, Insane, Martin Golf is not a sport. A luxury. It's a luxury gentleman's leisure <laughs> activity. <accent. laughs>
3: Shut up! I was just golfing today. Of course you were. <laughs> All
1: right, we should go to we should go to another uh, another series. All right, we, we should go, go, go to Chicago. Topic. We are supposed to go. We are supposed to be talking about different series: Chicago, <laughs> Vegas, uh, Chicago, Vegas. I thought we, you guys go, honestly.
2: I thought you guys were going to agree with my theory, so that's why I shared it. But I guess not. <laughs> I know. Like I see um, what you mean.
1: I just I could literally not pay attention to most sports because I'm on my phone and I look up and it's a completely different game.
2: <laughs> fair enough. Fair. Um, okay, so how about we talk about Colorado? Okay, wait, listen, listeners, DM me if you agree or disagree. I've, i I want to hear everyone's thoughts on this, and I'm gonna post a story on it because I remember
1: actually- Eric doesn't know anything about hockey because he just reads graphs.
2: Yeah, yes. that's why. Um, okay, so color. How about Colorado, Arizona? Uh, Colorado just had a dominating seven one win against them. They uh, McKinnon's going off right now. Kadri has a couple playoff goals. Um, thoughts? <laughs>
0: they,
3: they've looked very dominant. I don't know. Do you have? It's exactly what you... we were talking about last episode. They, they were, they look head and shoulders better than Arizona.
2: <laughs> it's and it doesn't even seem cl- like close at all. Like Luke no. said, Luke. I but you were the one that was saying that Quemper not steal a game for them, right? Luke and Luke, I said, he saying, would, I said
1: he would steal at least one, maybe two.
2: And then Martin said no. Martin and Ty are both like,
1: he's not good enough to steal a game.
2: Arizona or Colorado is one of the best teams ever. <laughs> they were just on, on the Colorado high horse. Eh? Like, Colorado is a great team, but I'm not saying they're they're not Tampa. Uh, make, no, McKinnon can, uh, can make them look like Tampa sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> But Carpenters, one of
3: kill that that goalie scored last game. Holy,
2: yeah, yeah, the one I posted on our story.
3: Yeah, that was sick.
2: Yeah, that one was unreal. And then yeah. people were, and then like our post a couple of days ago when I was comparing Hughes to Macar, and every like literally like eighty percent of the comments were like it's Hughes and it's not even close because he's been having such a good playoffs so far up until like the last. Game where he wasn't doing too well against St. Louis, but uh everyone was like, "Oh, Hughes is obviously so much better than McCarr." But then McCarr went and did that against uh, against Arizona and showed that you know he's equally or as he's as good a player as Hughes or better,
3: in my opinion. Did you guys watch the two-one game? Holy. Kemper,
2: Kemper was fucking did quite just- well.
3: Yeah. Oh, the,
1: one the wasn't that one of the first games. That was the second game, wasn't it?
3: No, it was the yeah. So
1: one of the first is third what game. I said. has is- been on fire though. Like the they game, they're four. they're playing a the game right now. Kadri just scored.
2: Did he? Oh. Yeah. Man, I'm I miss him so much. It's actually yeah, he's so been unf- good. But he's like the per- he's not the perfect playoff performer. But he's like he's not I- one of those ideal players you'd like for the playoffs because he's like feisty. I
3: wouldn't
1: know. He's been suspended so many times. <laughs> but
3: like, awesome especially he on a team like to... Colorado, where he can be yeah. lower down. And... Well, I
2: mean, on the Leafs, he was the third line. He was as low as he That's could <laughs> as he could go. But in Colorado, he's playing more minutes. Actually, he has a bigger role. I think he needed a bigger role though.
3: Maybe that's I it. think his Maybe problem I mean. was
2: that he wasn't playing enough. Like players like getting more touches on the puck. They like playing more, especially Kadri. He was like you know he was a second line center for so long in Toronto before, in the first line center for a while too actually, before uh, Tavares and Matthews came in. So like he's, he's used to playing bigger minutes. So I guess like that's why him and a he's gotten the
3: dirty goals. Like,
2: yeah, like he's exactly what the Leafs were missing. And I think he's kind of what Colorado was missing a little bit too, yes. especially on their like in their forward. Like he was obviously the second line center that they needed so badly. Like he completes that second mm-hmm. line for them, takes some pressure off McKinnon to score every single goal,
0: even though McKinnon's
2: <laughs> been dominating too. Um but he also adds like they don't have a lot of like very feisty, tough forwards, Colorado does. They have more they have a more skilled forward lineup and then they have you know Ian Cole and Nikita Zadorov on the back end, who are maybe even Eric Johnson a bit, who are the the guys that Toughness. bring a little bit more physicality. Yeah, but uh, in their forward groups, I, in their forward group, I don't think they had that much of it. So I think Kadri was like the perfect acquisition for them. So that that trade's looking really like Joe Sakic has been amazing, man. Like yes. that guy has turned around Colorado sure. from being like what the worst team in the league in 2016. I want to say to being one of the five best teams in the NHL. And yeah, it's done a great job. Um, so Vegas, Chicago now. So Vegas just beat Chicago in five. I think we all had them winning in five. Yeah. Unless, unless you and Ty were again saying that Crawford couldn't steal a game for them. Like he did. <laughs> um,
3: I think I we had all one put, sweep.
1: We all put, um, no
3: Ty put, Ty
1: put Vegas in four, but me and Martin had, had, uh, of course. They Ty, get
2: to five. Yeah. I mean, I think
1: yeah, Chris, Tau- thought Boston was going to sweep Carolina too. Ty just wants Ty gets very emotional about who's yeah. going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Every
2: I like even when Carolina was losing that game, he was like messaging the chat. He's like, ah, take that, Stats Boys." <laughs> I was like, oh, "Ty, man. you know, like
1: according to the Stats Boys, Boston's a better team." <laughs> yeah. i know that that's what i never understood about his argument is that oh the 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 stats people love carolina i'm like they also love boston (laughs) like literally people
2: were like there are tons of analytics people that were like saying mcavoy for the norris they were saying martian for the heart along with passion for the heart bergeron's been like you know one of the top five centers in the league for forever according to the analytics even though he wasn't getting high point totals like everyone likes like Boston's always been analytics t- even like their coach Bruce Cassidy you have you listened to like interviews with him like he always talks about analytics and talks about like what metrics and stuff like he doesn't specifically talk about the metrics they use and stuff but he does mention that he uses them a lot and everything so Boston's a very analytics driven team which is which I found really funny But back to Vegas, Chicago. Chicago shouldn't have even been in the
1: playoffs. Uh, Bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. They beat Nashville. Therefore, they should have been in the playoffs. (laughs) They beat who? They beat Nashville. Therefore, they should be in the playoffs. Chicago Chicago didn't. They beat Edmonton.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. Chicago (laughs) beat Edmonton. Therefore, that's even sadder (laughs) that they're in the playoffs. I confused Chicago with Arizona. Oh, my God. Edmonton looked bad.
2: Yeah. Edmonton. Well, honestly, it wasn't even well. Like that first game was just a write off because Mike Smith just shit the bed. But then after that, it was like Jonathan Tay is going off. Would, like he brought back his 20, like 2012 2013 form where he just dominated. He even like played well against McDavid and stuff. And then McDavid's still like at the top of the charts for points, even though he's been out of the like out of the playoffs now for two weeks. Like, that's how many points he was getting. Like, it was ridiculous. But somehow Chicago still, like, pulled it off, I guess. I don't know.
3: I'm going to yeah. be honest. I have i don't think I watched a single Vegas Chicago game.
2: You didn't? I watched the first period
1: last night. And
2: they, they were watched, so
3: late. Yeah.
2: yeah, they were all at, like, 1030. It was so yeah. late. Like, I, I did stay up and watched. T- I watched half of one of them, then half. Like a period of another, and then like the last period of the game, last night. Because I, I was, also didn't um, see
3: much use. Because I was like, yeah, because Vegas, Vegas
2: was always gonna win that series. Like that was the most lopsided series. Like Chicago shouldn't have been in the playoffs. Vegas is one of the best teams in the league. The mm-hmm. only worry was like them getting goaltending because Fluttery hadn't been too great. Um, and the, but then they have Leonard as a backup anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
3: Didn't Leonard start?
2: Yeah, he started. Uh, the that last game he started. True, uh, but yeah, that that was such a, like Chicago shouldn't have been in the playoffs to begin with. So I'm like glad they're out, and I'm glad I called in five because that makes my bracket just slightly better. Um, Same, but then man. we have <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but then we have to talk about Vancouver because did you did you watch the Vancouver game?
1: No. No, I watched the first period of a lot of Vancouver games. completely
2: fucked up. They had a 2-0 series lead. They were doing well. They were flying. Everyone on Canucks Twitter was talking about how they're the next up-and-coming great team and that their core is better than any other and that it was worth it to sign Myers to a six-year deal or five-year deal at $6 million and it was worth it to sign Beagle and Suter. I love that about
3: hockey hockey yeah. people as soon as the team does well for like a couple games a they're like game. oh yeah. <laughs>
2: two, they won two games yeah <laughs> and suddenly they're the next dynasty it was insane what <laughs> we like their Twitter and then and then Bo Horvat was the next Jonathan Taves yeah, and yep. and then all of a sudden they lose them they lost the last two games because St. Louis is a very good team and they weren't just gonna let them like let the Canucks who have one of the worst defenses in the playoffs? Sweep them. Ryan O'Reilly went off, and then now all of a sudden, it's like hell in Vancouver. Like I'm, I'm going through their Twitter, Vancouver or Canucks Twitter, and it's just like they can't. They keep taking all these stupid penalties. They're not well, good. The Jake do Allen bad.
3: played played out of his mind, didn't he? Um,
1: I don't think so. I don't really think Jake Allen, like, I think the first game Jake Allen played was, he was better. It's
2: been a Ryan O'Reilly and his line, like just dominating. Like I posted the stats for his, his, uh, his play in the Vancouver series so far, and he's just been insane. And if he keeps this up, he could win another con
1: Smythe this year. Um,
3: I think it's still a good series.
1: Jake Allen like, was good in the first game. He stopped uh, 39 shots of 41.
2: Yeah, This game I, should
3: be interesting. Maybe I should well, take remember- a nap after this and try to watch this game.
2: <laughs> well, remember when Ty messes the group saying Allen's in, so St. Louis was about to get dummied, and then <laughs> he, he won? Yep. <laughs> I forgot to roast Ty about that. I, I was going to, and then I forgot because the game finished
1: so late. If if Ty makes a take, you can take the opposite, take the over, and you're probably going to make some money.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Do the opposite of whatever Ty says, and you'll 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 make some money for sure. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, like, like I, I I he gets so emotional about things with uh uh, yo Boston's up again. Boston scored two goals in the last five minutes of the second period, so it's up. They're up two one is, going into the. Is still in net?
3: Um, Mrazek. Um, this okay, game's yeah.
1: they, I figured they yeah. would after that last game. <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. Ty Ty gets pretty emotional about uh, teams losing or winning, so he'll say sweep, sweep, sweep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's never going to be a sweep because most goalies can steal one game.
2: Especially Sweeps goalies are- that were like really great, like Kremper,
3: like Crawford. Um, I still think Vancouver can win. I still,
2: I still think, think Vancouver can, can win, win too. too. I, I'm not like trying to say that. Um, that they're gonna lose this series now. Guaranteed. I have St. Louis obviously winning this series, and I think I had it in six. So they probably just need not to get to the goalie to, you
3: know? early. And they they
2: just need to stop taking so many dumb penalties. Like I saw them; t- they took like seven or eight against the Canucks the other night. Like they need to stop doing that. Canucks have one of the best power plays in the league. They can't be doing that against them. They need to help Jake Allen out because he obviously isn't as good as Bennington used to be. I don't know what happened to him recently. But, uh, like, St. Louis can easily win this series. Ryan O'Reilly just keeps it up. And they're missing, like, key players, too. Like, Tarasenko's out of the lineup. They're missing, like, a 40-goal-scoring winger again.
1: I want to to put this out there. The only two series that Ty can be correct about are the Boston series and the Philadelphia series. Every (laughs) other series, he's wrong.
3: For, like, games... for games. Game not, amount, not the yeah. winner.
2: But for game uh, yeah, I thought you meant for the winner. I was like, that's he bad. He said
1: Calgary in six, Vegas in four, Colorado in four, St. Louis in five, which are all wrong. <laughs> um, he said Tampa in four, which is wrong. He said Washington in six, which is wrong. But he said Philly in five and Boston in six. So those are the only two he could be potentially. I wonder what the average
3: Colorado. is. It's probably like six. Six games? Like the Yeah, standard. it's probably
2: like yeah, the average is six games. Generally. I'd say it's between
1: five or six. Yeah. yeah, Like five, like, like 5.7. 5.
3: Fours are pretty rare.
1: Well, sweeps almost never happen. Except like yeah,
2: exactly. last year. Last year there was a bunch of them, which was yeah. really weird. But like usually, generally speaking, there aren't that many. I also think there's like a smaller difference between teams this year, like the better teams and the worst teams because like all the teams that were on hot streaks that were like dominating, they like, Come came back down to earth a little bit, and then the teams that were, like, on a rough run, they kind of, like, I think it'll average it out a little bit more because of, like, COVID and taking all those months off and players not being as prepared as they would have been if they entered the playoffs straight away. That's, like, my opinion anyways. That's
3: fair. That's probably not a bad opinion. Not a bad take.
1: <laughs> wow, thank you. For the first time. <sighs> not bad. What are we thinking about Montreal, Philadelphia tonight? I know by the time this is released, this game will be over. But all right, so early
2: predictions: Philly wins this game, and I think that's the series. Right?
3: They're up three-one. Yeah, that would be the series. Yeah, uh, I Philly had the
2: wins. that's I had that series going to seven, I believe. So if they win tonight, my brackets officially screwed. I think. Um, but
3: well, don't you have Carolina? So-
2: yeah, but I had that Carolina Boston series going to seven, so theoretically I can still pull it off <laughs> if Carolina gets their shit together. Yeah,
3: that's what I say about Washington. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> going I had to the, the conference finals.
2: Oh yeah, you're kind of screwed, eh? You, know, you might be screwed. Um, what were we just talking about? I honestly Philly, forget. Philly, oh, Montreal. Philly, yeah, Philly, yeah. Montreal. Like it's actually unfortunate for Montreal because they just can't score a goal. <laughs> that's basically well, they their scored problems, five right? in one game. That one game, yeah. But yeah. the other like, games they, they should they average win. those
1: out against other games too. <laughs> uh, what are we thinking about? Do we think Washington can come back or they, do they lose uh, tomorrow I night, which would be the night before I this? Release? They're done.
2: Um, they just have this was that was their best game of the series by far, their last game. And they yeah, they need well. four,
3: three more of those.
2: And they need three more of those. And I don't, I still think Islanders can pull another rabbit out of their hat, kind of. They have. Trotz who knows washington knows their players i think he knows how to kind of play against them um so that's why and that's why the islanders have been able to like kind of shut them out like the islanders never... clearly aren't the better team in terms of talent they're just better coached right like i think we all agree with that like the Isle, like other than like well backstrom's like hurt,
0: that's, and not Backstrom good. hurt and that's not good which doesn't end
2: samsonov was hurt for washington too which, yeah. would he have started the playoffs? Probably not. I feel like they would have gone with Holtby, but
1: should they he They would have after 2 nothing? Yeah, yeah, probably.
3: Does anyone know but if Backstrom's coming back?
1: I don't think so. I'll, let me check. I don't. I think he's I'll done until pull up up their news. Yeah, there's not
2: much here. Oh, no, well, he's, he's skating right now. He's a game-time decision. So maybe he will be back.
3: Because he looked frustrated watching the game, and it must be just infuriating. Well, I mean, he's be their best the center,
2: bench. right? Like, you lose your mm-hmm. number one center. Like, obviously, you're going to struggle. Yep. And they're letting Barzell run all over them right now, and they don't have a matchup center against him because Kuznetsov, despite him being great offensively, is a black hole defensively, and Baxham's kind of, I guess, Lars or too. He's good defensively but Backstrom's like their best weapon and other than Ovechkin and he's out and that's unfortunate for them. Like I, when I was making my bracket, I didn't think I didn't, I don't think we knew Backstrom was injured. I knew Samsonov was injured. Oh, he got hurt in the first game. Yeah. So I think if Washington had Backstrom, I think it'd be a very different series Mm because that would just be like the the Islanders losing Barzell. Like, do you think they would be where they are right now without Barzell? Like, no, Mm-mm. no chance. Barzell has been their best player so far in, in, uh, in the series. So
3: I'm not sure uh, I'm a I, fan of the Washington coach,
2: uh, Thomas Reardon or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, Did
3: anyone see a replay of that first goal? Uh, underscored last night.
2: Um, I can't even remember. Because they looked very close watched, to like, um, high stick
3: since then. <laughs> <laughs> to me.
2: Oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, I think it was. It she, was very close. It was very close.
3: Yeah. He but, didn't. He didn't. uh I think if if they lose but, this
2: first round series, I think he's gone next year.
3: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I was just I think, reading articles.
2: Because Washington's in their, like their windows kind of fading fast right now, yeah. right? Like, John Carlson, the ba- about to be gone, though they're going to replace him with Samsonov, so I guess they're saving some cash there and getting arguably the better goalie. Um But Backstrom's a year older, Kuznetsov, he's basically in his prime right now, but he also hasn't really been as good as he was a couple years ago, which is unfortunate for them. And then can Ovech can keep putting up 50 goal years? Probably, but... Um, he's losing his effectiveness it's slowly, break but surely. Soon. I mean, the Russian machine never breaks, so uh, I don't know. But yeah, I they they got to let him go, especially if they were gonna get if they got swept, a hundred percent, he was gone. But they won one game, so if 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 they lose this next game, I still think he's fired. But if he uh, if he squeaks out a seven game series, I don't think they'll let him go.
3: They have no depth scoring like it's Washington
2: They have like no nah, they don't well they the not problem this. is they had not to get this rid series. of a lot of their well the uh, problem is they had to go to get rid of a lot of their guys because of the cap right like they had to let Brett Connolly go who is like you know a solid 40 point guy so they lost like that that um score Well they
3: also point. without Backstrom their bottom six is a lot worse because Ellers has to play second
2: not... yeah yeah and at Lars Eller is not a second line uh, exactly. center. exactly he's a very good third line center but yeah. he's not a second line center and TJ Oshie hasn't been that great either to be honest like no. he's been kind of invisible the entire series um
3: Kovalchuk's not great and
2: Kovalchuk hasn't been great either yeah Rana's been okay and Ovechkin's been great but
3: does Rana yeah. have a point
2: I honestly don't know, but I don't think he does. And Carlson hasn't been that great either. Like Carlson's been a black hole defensively again this year or this playoffs. He's put up a couple power play points, I think I want to say. But he hasn't been great either. So, yeah, they and the problem is all these are older guys too. Other than Vrana and Kuznetsov, these all these guys are 30 and over. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. So like that's an aging core TJ is on a long-term deal. Ovechkin only has two years left, I want to say. Uh, Backstrom just signed. Backstrom for just signed a bunch for four money. years. Kovalchuk, he's he doesn't have. I think he only has a one-year deal, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, he's you know he's he's the big part of their depth scoring because their depth scoring is Carl Hagelin, who is also on a multi-year deal, and he's pa- passed his best. <laughs> best by yes. far garnet hathaway yes. who isn't a scorer nick dowd who isn't a scorer richard panic who if you put him with stars can score but he doesn't drive his own mind so nope. they uh they have some issues yes um just to finish us off you guys want to do oh did we want to talk about the Maasai video or is this a hockey ho- hockey podcast so we shouldn't
1: we can talk about it briefly you know fuck the security guard
2: I know. I honestly, no, he's like, not, I was angry. For he's not even I was just so angry just watching. He's a cop. He's, he's a, a deputy.
1: He's yeah. a deputy
2: sheriff. I want to say.
1: This is what I don't understand. My guy makes two. I saw that he made two hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. It's not like he was suing to get money. He's suing because he's that racist. guy makes two
2: hundred
3: twenty three dollars. Makes two hundred
1: thousand dollars a year, and that's American too. Deputy sheriff, like part time security guard or whatever. That's fucking insane. That, that, was, that was released. So I thought it was going to be like a money grab, like snake oil, like lawsuit. But
2: no, I think it's
3: nonsense. Was, it's still going.
1: Yeah, no the the
2: department came out and defended the cop or the <sighs> sheriff or whatever too. After the Yo, video came out, they that still that defending him. It's so ridiculous what like still defending him? What? Yeah, they're still defending him to this day and they were still paying him like si- or leave over like a so nothing
3: situation.
2: He hasn't situation. worked in like 6 months or whatever and he's still getting paid fully. He's just on paid vacation basically and if you watch that video like if you if if you I'm sure like most people that's that are listening to this have seen it cuz it's all over Twitter, Instagram, news everywhere. But, like, he's walking up to the guy, and he's about to take out his pass to show him, like, hey, I'm the Raptors (laughs) general manager, and then the security guard just, like, tosses him, (laughs) like, pushes him out of the way just randomly. And then he's like and then he reacts he's like whoa 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 like what what the hell I'm the Raptors GM and he tries telling him that and then he starts walking again and the cop just p- tosses him again and then there's yeah. people that are watching this jump in there's people that are like like near this cop jumping in going whoa 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 this guy's like the Raptors yeah. gentleman and then he tries to walk again and then the and then the cop gets in his way and starts swearing at him or something. So the Messiah pushes him a little bit too. Cause he's like, what are you doing? Like, what the hell? Like that yeah, was such it's, ridiculous. It's actually insane. I was so, I'm so angry just watching it because it's like, the I best remember seeing
3: the it character. live and being like, what the hell is going on there?
2: There was so much drama when that happened too. Ah. Like that and it's still and it's unbelievable that this didn't get solved like eight months ago like the video yeah. is so clear on what happened there's yeah. literally video th- like this is the most televised event. TV? i know it's on live tv it's the most televised event ever there's like a million cameras everywhere there's like 18 million different angles of this happening but like how has this issue not been solved like it's been yeah. it's literally been a year <laughs> it's been a year since this happened and then he, he's won. the
3: loser of the year yeah, he's, so he's year. the
2: security yeah. guard's the loser of the week. And honestly, I can't even say Masai's the winner of the week because he still hasn't gotten any justice yet. So it's hard to even say he's the winner <laughs> of the week. But he's not, but he did win because the lawsuit that the guy filed against him for like injuring him is complete bullshit and there's no way he'll have to pay it or anything. So I guess he's a winner for me. And then my other, other winner of the week is Tampa because they, you know, beat columbus got past the first round and uh can you call them a winner for doing what they're expected to do that's a good point that is a good point i accept that premise but i still think they're neutral they faced a goalie that had a 950 or 940 save percentage against them so it's fair to say that they should be happy that they won that series because 90 percent of the time if a goalie has a 940 save percentage they're winning the series but they should have won
3: like come on they should have
1: won yeah. Martin, who's who's your winner and loser of the week?
3: Um, Vancouver is kind of like a loser this week. Yeah, I was also going to ask. this sure. week they uh, start to lose?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that in depth analysis from Martin that you guys have come to learn, know, and respect expect.
3: <laughs> was- Washington's going to be the loser of the fucking week.
2: Oh, so this is a prediction now. I you like it. two
1: losers of the week. This is,
2: many, no, this, is this is Martin's <laughs> prediction. His prediction is Washington ends up being the loser of the week. Because
3: oh, okay. I think they should have beat the Islanders.
1: But because you hate the Islanders, as we went over last week. Yeah, yeah. I was oh, listening
2: to so that an obscure
3: team. Like, they're just on. not a
1: fun team.
2: There's nothing fun about them outside of Barzell. Like there's nothing to like. Trotz is a great coach. But no. Barzal is fun to watch. But other than yeah. that, there's nothing like fun about it. that team. And then if imagine if they made it to the cup finals, nobody would watch that game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it <laughs> it would be an Islanders and then they'd Islanders. take Tavares in every tweet they ever, then, ever made. But
2: then how many Islanders fans would even watch it? Like they can't even, they're like one of the lowest selling like arenas ever. Like they they're, they have like worse attendance than Ottawa a lot of the time, which is very right.
1: Martin, winner of the week. Winner? Yeah,
3: I can't think of one off the top of my head.
2: Come on, Martin. I told you this beforehand. You should have been thinking. (laughs) Okay, Luke, what's your winners and losers of the week? All
1: right, right, I'm going to go to a different sport. I'm going to go to a different sport. This is going to basketball. Okay. Loser of the week, Devin Booker. (laughs) I feel so bad for him and the Phoenix Suns. They went 8-0 in the NBA bubble. And then Damian Lillard kills them in that final game, uh, when they beat uh, who they beat—Denver or Brooklyn—I I forget who they beat. Um, but man, drinks out, pour one out for for Phoenix Sun, Devin Booker because that was they did incredible coming back, and then only to to lose the way they did uh, on the playoffs. Um, and then my winner of the week in complete reverse is Damian Lillard for <laughs> single-handedly killing uh, the Phoenix Suns. And then also game one over the Lakers, they won. So uh, paying a lot of attention to basketball too. Um, if we're talking hockey, loser of the week would be Corpus Allo. not because of anything on his own, just like,
0: he, man. Yeah, team. Yeah. Unfortunate team.
1: Yeah. One of the best playoff runs I've seen from a goalie in, in recent history. Um, to to have that save percentage and and lose is is pretty unfortunate. So that's why he's a loser of the week from a from a winner perspective of the week for hockey. Um, you know, I I don't really know. (laughs) I I would like to have one of my teams that I thought was an underdog winning their series, (laughs) but I don't think any of them currently are. Um, so I'll go with Colorado. I like Colorado. Um. Yeah. Specifically, I'll go Kadri.
2: Yeah, I was about to say
1: winner of the week has to be Kadri. He's showing,
2: okay. you know, and get suspended, and he dominated.
3: If we can go yeah. off hockey, oh my winner, God. Win, winner of the golf. week. <laughs> what? It
2: better not be golf.
3: <laughs> Fair. Um, winner of the week Dan O'Toole for coming back from oh, whatever yeah. the heck ha- happened. In his life and nobody
2: knows what the hell happened, but <laughs> something happened and he came back. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And he made it back. He found his way. <laughs> so good for him. Yeah, he something had a really happened.
2: emotional post and story on Twitter that he posted yeah. like why it was so important that he came back and everything. So
1: Yeah. Good for All him. Right. Happy everything worked out. And
2: I don't know if
3: everything's worked out
1: hey well, Martin, I'm I'm closing. Martin okay we're not going to go into personal details like this on our podcast because we don't want to get uh, long run long-term ramifications of that <laughs> so uh we're going to close off this episode now thank you everyone so much for tuning into this week's episode we're so happy to have hockey back especially real playoff hockey um so that's probably going to be a, a common tr- topic and theme over our next few weeks so definitely tune in to us next week when we come back and talk about winners and losers, more about the series. I think the first round will be completely done by next Wednesday, next Wednesday night, or it should be. Or games will go into game seven, um, so it'll be interesting to see. And then we'll give our uh, you know analysis on on the rest of the series. But thank you everyone so much for tuning into this week's episode. Gracias. Sports are coming back, and so are your chances to bet on your favorite teams and events. Major League Baseball is back in action, and there's no better place to start wagering than our exclusive partners, Bet Online. Check out all the odds, futures, and props to bet on, available 24 7. And with the return of sports, Bet Online sat down with former pro players Eddie George, Harold Reynolds, and seven time NBA champ. Robert Horry. See what they had to say on what it will be like to play without fans in a series they're calling Fandemic. Visit betonline.ag for all your odds and up-to-date sports news. Remember to use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your new welcome bonus. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online wagering experts.
0: Imani wouldn't be here if
2: it wasn't for St. Jude. Everything was perfect until that day when she was five weeks old.
1: So there was a fairly large and aggressive brain tumor, but St. Jude Children's Research Hospital gave us the ultimate gift in this world, which was hope restored. And
0: she's tumor-free now.
1: We came as two desperate parents, uh, and they saved our daughter's life.
0: Visit stjude.org slash stop now to become a partner in hope and get the new We Won't Stop t-shirt.